This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I'm Adam P. And this is episode 62 of Radio Free Galaxy. Uh, we're missing Trisha this week. She's at a wedding. Yeah. Trisha's at a wedding for her cousin. So I hope that's going all right. I saw some pictures of her uh, just you know a little while ago on Facebook. She was all dressed up and wearing high heels and fishnets. Oh, what? Yeah. Nothing says classy at a wedding like high heels and fishnets. I know. So <laughs> she, she even got dressed up. So. Was she wearing a dress? Uh, I assume so because she had fishnets and yeah, she didn't like, actually oh show her whole the, the, only, the only thing that goes with fishnets and like high heels other than a dress would be a pair of Daisy Duke cutoffs. Right. And, uh, <laughs> if, that would be an if, interesting if Trisha choice. was wearing that, I think we're a little bit too far to the Mason Dixon for that to be an acceptable. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of outfit. wedding is this? <laughs> a shotgun wedding? No, I gotta see Trisha. This is sounds fabulous. I expect to hear some Billy Idol in the background. Yeah, so I didn't get to see. She didn't actually post a picture of her dress. Just the fact that she had on. She po- posted a picture of her leg, which showed that she indeed had fishnets and some high heels on. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Go, Trisha. True. So, she's at a <laughs> wedding, so she she's excused for this week, and uh, she'll be back next week. But this week we are going to be talking about the season finale of the Bad Batch episode sixteen, Camino Lost. We are also going to review Free Guy, the new, uh, newest. Blockbuster release. Ryan Reynolds, the safe Deadpool, if you will. The safe Deadpool. I don't know if it's the safe Deadpool movie. Anytime Ryan Reynolds is in a movie, you're just like, oh, this is Deadpool, but this. This is Deadpool, but that. I don't know. Is it Deadpool, but this? You'll find out in the next segment, actually. I I think it's more accurate to be like, is it Van Wilder? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or, or is, is it? Or is it waiting? And or this? Yeah, he's absolutely. done other things before Deadpool, and I think people a seem few. to forget that. Like a few, a few, that, but that nothing was good. That wasn't well. That's just it. Is is all his prior stick where everyone was like, "Dude, he should totally do Deadpool." Well, duh. I mean, Sean Connery did things before he played James Bond, but you know, and he did things after. <laughs> but he'll always be, be James, James Bond. Bond. Exactly. I don't know, I always think of him as Harrison's Ford, only eight years actually older than him, father. Indy. 
That is the best Indiana Junior? Jones movie in my Junior. opinion. So, yeah. So anyway, the yeah, we're gonna be talking about in his own library, library, library. <laughs> gave him the, and you gave him the, the my diary, my journal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, love that movie. It's a great movie, Adam. It's it a is a great movie. movie. It's one of the best like background movies that sucks you in of all time. Like you're just like, oh, let me put on an Indiana Jones movie, which is the most fun one. Last Crusade, of course. You know, you get the most laughs and the most like. Well, the action scenes are super jam packed and very elaborate, and yeah, the yeah. comedy to be held in some of the like most elaborate scenes are it's but great. Then, but then you throw it on for some background noise, and then you just find yourself sitting there drooling watching it for the next two hours. Oh, I know, but it's so good. Exactly. You see, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> so, yeah, Bad Batch. Talk about that. Free Guy. We're going to talk about that. And uh, we are also going to get to episode one of What If, the new Marvel series. It seems like Disney Plus has this plan where they don't necessarily release the release dates of all their streaming shows. But they coincide everything to start as the last thing ends. They're trying to get us like in this continual state of sucked into Disney Plus as much as we can. And I don't really blame them for that. And they're giving me actually lots of pretty decent content to watch over other streaming services. So I'll fucking take it. Yep. And uh, Disney Plus, the fucking the app on Roku seems to work a lot better than Netflix, so I find myself watching it more. Because Netflix is always fucking perpetually loading. No matter what kind of internet service you have, or Wi-Fi, or TV, or if you're watching on your phone, or you're watching on your fucking computer, Netflix I, is always fucking loading. I do not share this experience with you. Ours it's just hates H- us. HBO Plus is like that for me, but I canceled that because I'm done for that for a while. Now, Netflix is evil on our TV. Like, it'll wait to the most important area of something we're watching, like, where you're really sucked into it. And then it'll be like, fuck you, I'm just going to load for a while and then crash. But it's just Netflix for us, Adam. It's just fucking Netflix. I I understand. I can watch anything on Amazon Prime, Hulu, fucking HBO Max, Tubi. Fucking Tubi. You, you, know, you know what it is? It's you've talked shit way too many times about net, Netflix like direct movies or produced Dude. by Netflix movies. I think that's what it is. They know, Adam. Uh, you know, you're look, right, man. Sometimes when you're doing a podcast like this, and you would know because you do a podcast like this, that you know uh, it's hard sometimes coming up with what we're gonna talk about during the week. You know, like what's the next thing that's coming up? Like Christine and I actually haven't seen Free Guy yet. We're gonna go see it tomorrow. And then we will record our our uh, review of it, and you will hear it next, before the stuff that we're gonna record right now. But uh, yeah, we actually <laughs> haven't we actually haven't seen it yet. But during the week, we we decided to go do that because we're like looking for the newest thing to watch. And of course, Netflix is the king of content, and they're always throwing out new stuff on there. And it's like you you, you scroll through all the new shit, and it's like, but this is just some Netflix shit. You know, it's like, do I really want to review this? Do I really want to watch this this series, this Netflix movie? It's just going to be so forgettable. Even if it's good. Even if it's 
good. It's it, it, the best it can ever be is like good mediocre. Well, the thing is, like, there's really no impact. There's no memory that goes along with actually watching it or with friends. Yeah, you could have friends over, but it's not the same of going to a theater and getting like popcorn and candy and finding seats with your friends, you know, and reacting in a live. But even you know, their time. series. But even I agree. But even their series though just seem to be so forgettable and just like. And just non-impactful. I, I don't know well, what it is about Netflix. It's all the same you can, now. You can have different creators. You can have different actors. It doesn't matter. It, a Netflix thing feels like a Netflix thing. You know? Meanwhile, in the other room, the Netflix app on Travis's TV is busy plotting against his viewing experience because of the shit he's talking. It, it absolutely, it absolutely <laughs> it does ruin my Fuck. experience, Adam. Because if there is something to watch on it, I'll be like, well... I'm going to have to start this and uh, pause it, you know, on the first frame and just let it load for like a half an hour as I go make dinner or put up an eBay listing or whatever I'm going to do. And then you come back and, well, either, you know, it froze (laughs) and so you just wasted all that load time or your stupid old fucking Roku TV just restarted out of nowhere. Don't look at the Netflix. Don't think about the Netflix. <laughs> Do not go near the Netflix. Don't taunt the Netflix. If the Netflix starts I, I, turning I, red, I should, walk away. I, I should bring you my Fire Stick Pro with the remote, and you should just try that for a week and see if there's a huge difference because I'm convinced it's your TV. It probably is my yeah. TV, Adam. It's getting to be probably about, what, about five years old now? And in terms Shit. of Roku, Roku TVs, that is fucking... That's ancient. It's ancient. That's, and the fact that it's a five-year-old TV that still works is, you know, in this day and age of everything, you know, you don't take your TV to emergency TV services that we used to see commercials for back in the 80s. You know, you don't get your TV fixed. Like, yeah. most of the time, you just throw the fucker out and get a new one because even replacing the panel, even if you can find somebody who's willing to do it, it's going to cost more to replace the panel and get the panel, and the amount of time it's going to take for that shit to even fucking get in stock, that you can just save yourself the whole load of aggravation by driving to or navigating on a browser to some place to go buy a fucking TV and have it that day or the next. Planned obsolescence, right? Yep. Yeah, like, for example, my current TV that I dropped, I forgot, I think I dropped like 800 bucks on it. I can get it now for like 500 And that was, what, like two years ago? Fuck no, I've had this TV longer than you've had yours. Oh yeah, <laughs> I suppose you have, yeah. Yeah, uh, I've had this uh, TV since I lived with my buddy Kalen, and uh, shit, man, that's like easily, shit, you got back, where was, I've been living here the entire, yeah, that's like. I got back 2014. Yeah, I got back. A bat. Yeah. Those are those are in quotation. Yeah. Quotations. Yeah. You re enter you re entered civil society. Yes, in 2014. Uh, yeah. And I was already living here, yes, so mm-hmm. I had shit. Yeah. So my TV minimum is like it's fucking old. Off. It's fucking old. Yeah. So. But I still keep acquiring even older TVs, Adam. I I am up to. Two or no, three. There are currently three TV v, v, VHS combo machines working in the house right now. Yes, right now there are. We got two Roku TVs in the living room. There's one TV DVD combo mm-hmm. in the living room working as well. Uh, let's see. 
We have two beta players currently in the house. We have an <laughs> awesome VHS boombox player that I just picked up this week. Totally rad. Yes, it is totally I, I should go sneak over to my dad's house with the key and see if I can find if he's got any old Betamax tapes for you to just, like, fucking go through. None that of our originals, awesome. they're all, like, copies of shit. Adam, so prob- that's what I want. Just, like, no, <laughs> you don't. Not, not, I don't want anything from my dad. Trust me. Well, I don't, <laughs> but, uh, you know. I'll take any tapes that have commercials on them recorded from TV. Yeah, that's so, not happening for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and we've probably got another, like, five, six VCRs, including two double-deck VCRs, another one which I just picked up this week, so for recording from one VHS to another. So we have a lot of analog technology in the house right now, Christine. Yeah, it's pretty wild, along with some of the boom boxes and whatever other little, like, yeah. quirky uh, cassette players we have. Big track players. Yeah. We... It's a problem. All right. Well, so for the so cool. for, for the average person who does not know you guys and hasn't been listening to the podcast for very long, Christine and Travis obtain old cool shit and resell it. Yeah. Now this includes a lot of media, and you can't sell media and maintain a good uh, fucking eBay reputation without testing the fuck out of this shit first. That's so they spend painstaking amounts of time with this stuff playing in the background or actively watching it. Like, literally, we watched cross-country skiing from, like, the 1980, I fucking forget, Olympics. Yeah. Like, yeah. shit that was on when, 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 when I was a kid that I hated because it interrupted normal programming. Like, I didn't want to watch these athletes do this bullshit. Like, who wants to watch a bunch of assholes run across the fucking, you know, the desert in, like, fucking Nevada or, like, out in the middle of nowhere, California for, like, the 84 Olympics. Not this kid. I do. Fuck no. <laughs> I did. Dude, I was also super fucking sick for, like, a week and a half that summer. It was torture. Yeah. I don't know. I love the Olympics, and actually, they just ended last well, weekend, last Sunday, and I'm kind of yeah. sad that they're gone. I love watching the Olympics. Yeah. It's really the only sport that I really get into anymore, you know, unless, like, the Bucks are in the championship or something, you know. Well, that game was actually really good. That was, well, that series was good, yeah, absolutely. I know sports well. You know sports baskets, the best. (laughs) Yes, the best. Go sports. But uh, I was into the Olympics. It was super fun. I'm I'm always in the Olympics. It's actually one of my complete bucket list items to go to an Olympics in person at some point. I've never been. I really want to. I've always followed the Olympics and uh, just want to go. I like the whole vibe of, you know, togetherness and competing and, you know. The competitive nature of it, see whose skills can, like, you know, different skills from different parts of the world has always been rather fascinating to me. And just to see that in a healthy competition is just, it's really cool. It's fun seeing people peacefully compete, but, like, try their hardest and, like, realize their dreams. Exactly. It's a really cool thing. It's, like, one of the best reality shows you can watch, you know. Mm -hmm. You You get a little breakdown from the commentators. They do a little, like... You know, uh, do a little portfolio on the swimmer, you know, and at age 12, their mother died. And what were they going to do? You know, oh, and they, like they were at a crossroads in their life. Were they going to turn to drugs or were they going to devote themselves to swimming? And That's when their their junior high coach stepped in. And, yeah. yeah. And then we interviewed know. the junior high coach and he's in the stands and rooting him on to this day. And 
Are they gonna break the world? See that that's that's what I enjoy that when it's on multiple fucking channels because like dude, I just wanna watch like the you hear the dip and then they start and go, jump in the water, swim, go to the other side, and in the end. Then I just wanna see the results and then bam, I'll see the next one go. Like, uh, I just wanna see the actual competition. I don't the personal stories of these athletes, like that could be on its own channel, like nonstop as like a documentary series. And I think it is because I, <laughs> I would never watch that channel unless I, I was forced either. to, because I happened to go over by your house and you had it on. I wouldn't either, but you know what? Uh, when you're getting in, it, it does help when you only watch like say these athletes for every four years and sports, you know, to watch a sport, usually you need some kind of rooting interest. So if they tell you, like, somebody has overcome adversity or, you know, how hard they've trained or whatever, it can give you a rooting interest in the person other than the fact that they're just from the country that you're from, you know? Well, like, right. like Phelps. Like, yeah. I caught something, because at the time I was working at the Journal, I caught some shit about, like, what his breakfast was during, like, during training. And I'm like... This motherfucker eats 20,000 goddamn calories for breakfast. Yeah. And I'm like, hold on. And I'm like, read how many eggs this, this dude puts down. How many scoops <laughs> of whey protein powder? I'm like, back in my mind, I'm thinking, no wonder that motherfucker's so fast. If I ate that many fucking eggs, I'd be like blowing fucking straight turbo boost out my ass. Are you because saying that he enhanced himself with farts? <laughs> no, because that, that was naturally occurring. He didn't jack himself up with any growth hormone. He probably ate all free-range, cage-free chicken. Are you too. accusing Michael Phelps of illegally gassing himself? So sir? he had the toots. <laughs> Dude, the motor toots. <laughs> you know what? That, I think that would be an awesome strategy if that actually worked. Like, <laughs> dropping ass mid mid, mid you know, mid butterfly stroke. You know, you know, freestyle, whatever, dude. Well, those <laughs> those swimmers are like super. They're like you know very superstitious, right? And also they like go with trends of whatever they think is like giving them a tenth of a second over somebody else. So oh like, my god! If, so if you're saying person, if all of them did it? I'm I'm just saying if if fucking one person fucking starts <laughs> shaving their entire body, they all start shaving their entire body. You know, like they when one. When they they used to wear all those um, uh, big suits, you know, like they 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 wore like late '90s, early 2000s. It was the newest thing to start wearing like a wetsuit when you swam instead of the whole like you know little bikini thing. And it was just like they did that for a while, and everybody did it. I'm sure if you heard that you know eating a ton of beans before you go to swim and giving yourself that little extra push, what could it hurt? What could it hurt? That little extra push. That might be what you need to beat Katie Ledecky is a hard fart. Oh, God. Who is using the pool after these guys are done? Everybody. Please tell me they're going to clean out this pool Everybody. for a while because it can't be sanitary. Everybody. They should really put... Oh, oh, I uh, in my mouth. Oh, God. so gross. They, 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 should put, like, they should just put like extra of that, chem that supposed chemical that turns the water blue if somebody pisses in there. Just put a lot of it oh, in there because I bet you that water I, would never I, be clear. I, I, never. Gross. Anyway, we're gross, and this is episode 62 of Radio Free Galaxy. Stay tuned. We'll be back with our free guy review of the movie that we haven't seen yet. But... And they didn't wait to go on a day where I could go with them. Whoa, dude. Whoa. You know, uh, I didn't we'll think go to the cheaper. And All right. Oh. We'll be back right after this. Shh. <laughs>
This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst are the only brand of cheese-filled sausage that will keep you even flowing all day long. Find them in your local supermarket today. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Mmm. Mmm. Welcome back to the show, and Christine and I are here for our Free Guy review. Yeah. The new Ryan Reynolds movie that we just saw earlier today. Uh, just the two of us. We invited the other two vagrants to come join us, but they didn't want to see it because they have jobs. Ooh, on a Monday. And they have to mm. work on a Monday. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> So before we get into the review for Free Guy, and I think we're going to do mostly non-spoiler review. I don't think it's necessary to get into spoilers. Yeah, it just came out, and we have plenty to talk about that will not spoil this movie. And it's not streaming, so I I don't think we need to spoil anything really uh, about the plot of the movie. No. Um, But before we get into that, let's talk about the fact that it was our first movie back in theaters. Oh my god, it was... Oh, I can't even describe how awesome it felt to be able to go back into our old stomping ground. Like, going to the theater was a must-have of our week. Sometimes we go, like, two times a week. Two, three times a week. Yeah, like, this was something we did a lot, and then back in, what, uh, January? In the before times. In the before times, and we were, like, very hesitant about going, but it's like, okay, you know what, I... We really want to see a movie, and Free Guy just so happened to be playing at our local, um... Marcus Theater. So we're like, you know what? We we need to at least do this once before the other end times come or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. But it was, oh, it was so nostalgic. It felt so good to go back in one of the loungers, get some of those cold pretzel bites with the warm cheese <laughs> that you got to wait about 30, 40 minutes for the reviews. But I don't care. I got to sit in the theater with my sweetie and it was great. Yeah, it was fun to go back to the theater. There was very few people there on a Monday matinee in the afternoon. I counted 13 cars. 13 cars in the, for the whole Cineplex. Yes, for, for the, the whole Cineplex theater. Place. Not just for Free Guy, but for all of the movies playing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we only had maybe seven or eight people in the theater showing that we were in. Mm. And honestly, you could have whatever seats you wanted. It's not like anyone was to really To be fair, up. I mean, that's how it usually is on a Monday. Yeah, most of the know. time we got to go to the theater by ourselves. But it was kind of nice since we haven't been back to the theater. So it was kind of a nice, you know, ease in back to the old lifestyle right right so yeah it was fun it was fun going back to the theater uh you know i just recommend going back if if you can do it safely in your area and there aren't a whole lot of people you know in the theater find find an off time go back to the theater enjoy movies in theaters you know uh it's an experience that we need to keep alive because you know once things all start to go to streaming, it cheapens the experience a whole bunch. It's not the same. I mean, if I were to see, uh, like, for instance, if the original trilogy of Star Wars only played on Netflix and not in the theaters, I don't know if, I mean, I'd still like it, but I don't think it would have the same, like, hit home. No, like, the same feeling, you know, like, of course it's just, it's not the same. Yeah, I can watch it on streaming because it's convenient, but the whole, like, tradition behind going to the movies like you can't let that die out like you just can't absolutely 
So, Free Guy, a uh, brand new movie just came out last Friday starring Ryan Reynolds. And uh, who are the other main stars of the movie? We have Ryan Reynolds. Uh, we also have Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer. Uh, Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Uh, Lil Ray Howery is in it. Uh, Taika Waititi is in it. And Channing Tatum makes... Uh, dude, whenever Channing Tatum shows up in a movie for just like one or two scenes... That dude always steals scenes, dude. Yes, he does. He he is a fucking scene stealer like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, I he's a great actor and he, he's a fucking seems like he's a good dude, but when he shows up in like comedies for like one scene and he does it in this movie, he absolutely mm-hmm. steals a fucking scene super hard. Very funny. Uh but yeah, the movie overall, we're not going to get into spoilers. It's not really necessary to get into spoilers for the movie but the 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 plot overall be, before we get into what we thought of it the plot overall um you can see from the trailers clearly ryan reynolds is stuck in a video game that's that's the most that you know of it yeah um he's he's stuck in a video game somehow and uh we have to figure out is did he get transported into a video game? Has is he a character in a video game or whatever? And I don't think it's a huge spoiler to say that you find out that he is actually his character Guy. His his character's name is Guy. Uh, his character is an NPC in a in a video game, basically a multiplayer, uh, massive multiplayer online. Uh, shooter game. Yeah, like Fortnite or like World of Warcraft. Exactly. So it's an interactive live game, but then there's these characters that are just kind of filler characters. It kind of gives you the experience of the world without actually being other players playing it. Computer generated yeah. non-player characters and he's one of them. And at some point he becomes <laughs> self-aware. Yes. That's the most I I really would want to spoil it. At some point he he becomes self-aware and realizes that something is amiss in his world because things are always the same and he lives this wonderful life and he has he does the same things every day, he gets the same cup of coffee, he loves his job at the bank, but in his world there's just all these people, they call them the sunglass people that are all running around and like robbing banks and shooting people and and killing people and him and his buddy whose name is Buddy <laughs> I love uh this character yeah, Lil, a lot played by Lil Ray uh him and his best friend Buddy um they the, he's his friend is the bank security guard and Ryan Reynolds is a bank teller and pretty much like every day several times a day their bank gets robbed and they just like deal with it in like the calmest, like funnest fashion. Like this happens every day. Like whatever, oh God, whatever. Yes, I love it. Like um, when they're in like the first uh, time that they go through it. Like they they're on the ground and he's like kicking his feet like a dreaming little girl about like <laughs> oh I can't wait to meet the right woman type thing. It's like yeah. you want to go get beers at the beach, you know? Like it, it's uh, the way the comedy is in this movie. I it's charming. And I don't think it's over the top because I went in with the ideas that this was going to be like a Deadpool ripoff. And it, it's really not. 
It's not. You it's you, not. you you see Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds and that's the first thing you think of is like, oh, this is Deadpool but a video game or this is, you know, you see like Ryan Reynolds like doing anything and you're just like, oh, this is just kind of like and Deadpool. This, but it's yeah. not. It's really it's not. not. And I actually liked this movie a whole lot and like I got a lot of good laughs out of it. I found I thought it was charming. I thought it was quirky. And I overall, like, I had a very good viewing experience because I didn't have a lot of hopes going up into this movie, and I came out actually really enjoying it. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. It was, it's fun. It's irreverent. It's, uh, it's a good matinee. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know if I would recommend going for full price on the evening. It, it, it would be kind of a good date movie. You know, it would oh, be kind yes, of a fun yes. like Yes, this was super perfect date yeah, type. Yeah, like a first a date type movie or even like a, you know, <laughs> just any kind of date movie with your husband or wife or whatever. It's it's a fun movie. You're you're going to have a good time. You're going to shove a lot of popcorn into your face and, you know, there's like things to figure out, you know, like what's actually happening and there's lots of funny jokes. All the acting was good. Nobody was really a fart in no, the movie. Um, everyone seemed to be having a whole lot of fun, and Tycho had a ton of fun yeah. in this movie. Like, I actually enjoyed his character. I won't spoil too much about him. Well, but he, plays, he, was... he plays, like, the main adversary in the movie. So, like, he's... He is, his character's name is Antoine, and yeah, I don't know if I want to say exactly who he is. No, um, I'm, I just want to leave it as a secret, but like, but he's uh, the main, he's the main Taika has a lot of fun movie. with that character. Yeah. Like, it's a very, um, oh, I kind of want to like say it's kind of like the early Power Rangers villains where it's just <laughs> like so over the top and ridiculous, but he plays it so well yeah. that. I enjoyed every moment he was on there. Like, yeah, all the characters were really good. Like, the relationship between uh, Guy and Buddy was just... It's the best. It's the best. It really is. Like, I had a lot of laughs from Buddy just being this optimistic, happy security guard that just constantly gets robbed at the bank. Yeah, and um, there's, there's also this whole... Well, see, I, I don't want to get into spoilers. Really I don't want to get into spoilers it. for what else is going on in the movie because I didn't know it. I had seen all the trailers and I didn't exactly get what else was going on. So I don't want to spoil it. But let's just say Jodie Comer, she plays Millie in the movie. Really cool character. Kind of like um, a Lara Croft type character, right? I say between a Lara Croft character and oh, what's another good example off the top of my head um some kind of matrix stuff too kind of yeah. like a, a little bit of this but it's like overall kinda, like yeah. this is a video game movie and it's just an adaptation of it and it has a whole lot of fun with the elements of video gaming all around it and I think it's highly enjoyable. I would totally suggest, you know, yeah, bring your first date going there or a couple friends that just want a good laugh. Yeah, absolutely. I highly recommend going to see Free Guy. Now, here's the real question. What do you think that Trisha and Adam would have thought of it if they had seen it? Ooh. I'm <laughs> uh, not like I want to put words in either of mouths. I think Trisha might have liked it. I don't know if... A I think Adam would have liked parts of it. I think Adam would have hated it. You think you would have hated it? I think it? Adam would have absolutely hated it. Probably fallen asleep like halfway through it. Woke up just kind of mad. 
that he paid, you know, like ten bucks to go see it. Like, yeah, I could possibly see. If it, it was streaming, if it. it was streaming, or we watched it at home, you'd have been like, eh, that was fine, whatever. But if he had to pay for that movie, you'd have been like, eh, this is stupid. And I think Trisha would probably have gotten some good chuckles out of it and would have kind of liked it. There's also a lot of hunks in there, so she probably would have. I, I mean, I, I, enjo- I enjoyed the hunks, so I know she would have been like, I enjoyed Chan- the There's Channing yeah. Tatum hunk, and there's Ryan Reynolds yeah, hunk. Yeah, like, and, and there's a couple other... Uh, there's some hunks. Yeah, there's some hunks in this movie, but it... I don't know. It was kind of a fresh take on like the video gaming world because sometimes... Well, actually, it's no secret. Most video game movies don't exactly uh, do very well. They're usually like... I mean, like, the Super Mario Brothers movie is just an example of how atrocious <laughs> the world of video game movies well, can get. Well, it's not based upon a Well, exactly, video exactly. Game, so. And that's what I like about right. it is that it's not based off of anything. So they right. can kind of go wherever they want with it. And they can take characters from other known video games and kind of just give the attributes to another character and you kind of get it. it right. Yeah, they it can was infer a, things yes, without yes. making a direct reference. Although they do make absolute direct references oh, two to, of a, them. They to make, a few things yeah. in the movie. And they're, they're little Easter eggs, so I won't spoil it. No, them, no, but. no. Those were well worth the wait in yeah. the movie, so I'm not going to spoil that. But this was, especially like since I was so excited to be in the theaters, a little nervous at the same time, and then being able to actually go out saying, huh, I actually liked the first movie I got to see in nearly two years is saying something because we love movies we absolutely adore cinema and when we can go in and have a good time and be like cool like i can't wait to do it again because there's several movies coming out right now or at least like in the near future that i can't wait that i actually would like to see in the theater absolutely so that's our free guy review uh we liked it we recommend that you go see it in theaters bring a date bring a date or bring a friend Bring multiple dates. Or bring a family member that has a sense of humor, and you will enjoy it. So, yeah. So, stay tuned for our Bad Batch review, and after that, our What If Episode 1 review, right after this. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. They're the only brass knuckle shoes on the market for when pitying a fool ain't quite enough. Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. Get some. We're back in the show, and we are going to be talking about the season finale, episode 16, Camino Lost, of the Bad Batch, Star Wars The Bad Batch, a series that we have... Enjoyed very much overall. There's been some up and downs. But before we get to that, I just want to mention we didn't get to it uh, earlier in the show. But uh, check out our YouTube channel. We've been putting up a bunch of videos on the YouTube channel. Getting some good views over there. I've been putting up some commercials, old commercials from the 80s and 90s that I've been digitizing. And I've got a whole bunch more really, really awesome ones, including some local ones from Milwaukee, from uh, some video stores and some certain party stores. Some really, really cool uh, commercials from the 80s coming up on the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. And also, we started putting up some videos of Christine doing things. And so henceforth, we have named her playlist on YouTube Christine 
does stuff and things. Yep, I do stuff, things, and all the stuff in between. What kind of stuff do you do in the first video that we uploaded today? Let's see, in the first one, I talk about one of my favorite games that I've ever played, and then also... A video game? A video game. Oh. For the good old PS1, would you believe it? Are you going to spoil it and say what it is, or are you nope. going to have to we're going to have to tune in to Not see it? No, you got to check it out. And also some of my favorite finds to date on that video are pretty uh pretty fancy. Like some clothes possibly? Ah, uh, yes, of the Disney clothes? variety. Oh. That need I say more. Well, Ooh. yeah. So tune you know in to Christine's channel or our channel, the Radio Free Galaxy channel, and there's a dedicated playlist on there. To Christine does stuff and things. Yeah, check so, out my stuff and things. Normally we don't do this like in like the moment while we're recording, but Christine, do you have that PlayStation One game? I wish I did. Trust right. me, Adam. That is like my holy grail game that What's I've been trying to get. One the one I cannot talk about. The one that yeah, I yeah. The one that you're gonna have to watch the YouTube channel to find out yeah. about Travis. But do, but don't you have it? Because you had it in the video. No, I got the third one, which is very similar to the first uh, playthrough of that game. Oh, well, yeah, but you have number three of that yes, game. Yes, I do. Yeah, so you have the right. game that you were but talking about. But I don't about. have the original for well, that's... Whatever, we're just getting into some Inconsequential. Random. Inconsequential. You have the game that you were yes, talking yes, about. Yes, I do. I am holding the game. You're holding it in your all hand. Right, all right. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and get it so you people can actually watch Christine playing it. Not like yes. camera on Christine playing it. Like, no, like capture of her playing it if we have to utilize those bullshit ass fucking vhs cassette players and a blank tape folks travis mm. will do it because he is that kind of evil bastard Ooh. i can yeah. figure i can figure that out actually. oh yeah yeah i can, yeah. Have, oh, I can oh. you know okay so i can i can <laughs> record, oh snap Here I, we go. I could record you onto vhs digitize it <laughs> and then digitize, saying, it back, digitize it back and then upload it to youtube that sounds like complicated and stupid but i will do it that sounds like some beautiful madness and i want to be a part of it yeah we could just put a vhs effect onto a digital video but you know what let's it's go through the trouble use, <laughs> it's easier just to record it on vhs <laughs> i'll get a really moldy old vhs tape and record it on there and we'll get all kinds of nice lines and stuff mm. in the video mm. and we'll audio make sure problems that the tracking is just a little off just a little <laughs> just off. a little yeah so excellent that's, and, a, and that's something me, we'll do and trust me folks rest assured the clock on the vhs player will definitely be blinking 12 the entire time absolutely oh yeah so yeah, so we're gonna. I'm gonna be putting up more videos of Christine, more commercials. Eventually, Adam and Trisha will get to some videos of their interests, and they will have separate playlists on the channel as well. So check us out on YouTube. Now, getting to the Bad Batch, fucking couldn't wait to finally get to this conclusion because a whole lot of the, my enjoyment of this series overall was like, okay, but I want to see how this ends. You know, and not necessarily that the end of the season is the end, but dude, it's got to be the end of an arc, right? It's got to be the end of some kind of storyline with, you know, hints of where we're going in the future. But a good season, a good season of television or animation or whatever should have an arc to it, you know, an overall story, a beginning, a middle and an end. Adam, do you think that we got... Not necessarily getting into spoilers yet, but we will get into spoilers for this uh, episode in the series. But, like, do you think they finished off a good arc with Camino Lost? 
Uh, yeah, in as much as that uh, it would satisfy your OCD um, about such things, I would have been fine with the last episode, not you know, lost being the last episode, but I'm an evil bastard that way. I, I can I can have that type of but 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 did they survive and wait until like season two episode one to see like you know they could have put Camino lost as the first episode it wouldn't have bothered me. Not that wouldn't bother you. That wouldn't have bothered me necessarily but what, yes, it would have. what I want is to be able to say at the end of Well yeah that arc definitely got closed out. Like there you go. Here's the I don't know. The period don't know, at the end man. of that arc. Yeah, it is. I don't. I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, is that really the last of what would you say this arc is then, Christine? What was the arc to you of this season? Like, what was the story they were trying to tell overall? Yes, were there other things they were telling in the background? Yes, yes. But the main storyline of the season, if you go back after we've had five, six seasons of the Bad Batch, if you can go back to season one and say this season was about what? Okay, on that difference, I think the main plot between them and Crosshair, I, I want to say that really wasn't closed as well as like I would like to see it, but whatever, that just leaves openings for him to join in the future. The other part where, you know, not, I don't, I don't really know. It didn't really feel like, I don't know, I wasn't that satisfied because there's so much going on yeah. right now in the... Star Wars universe is just kind of like okay, I'm cool so, with it, but not like great. So here's what you kind of got to look at: is it's the end of the Republic, and the arc is the clones having to give up the, who the Bad Batch were themselves and their place within the Republic, and the Republic's place in the in the scope of the galaxy. They needed to learn to let go of it. Yes, and they I, have. I would I would agree, Adam. Let's let's just say um, let's get into spoilers. Okay, we all liked it. It was great. Loved it. Fine. Okay, now getting into spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 you think of that, Adam, what you just described as the overall arc of the season, then that's fine. They they did that. They accomplished that. But I'm looking at that as being really the overall arc of the series. Not of the season. I, I think the whole series is going to still be getting series, to that point. I don't think it will be. Well, I don't, I don't know. I Otherwise, think the season, I'm hoping the next season is progresses to the transition into the um, Rebel Alliance to overthrow the Empire or to restore the Republic. I don't, think, want to look I, that I don't think they'll get to that. in season, If they do get to that, I don't think they'll get to it in season two. I think this whole... Series is exactly that though. They're gonna drag it out whether they do this five or six seasons. How many ever seasons they decide? I to fucking do this. hope not, because honestly, dude, them them being that doggedly, oh, it's like that fucking that that one dude at the table in a new hope. It's like your your sad devotion to that you know lost religion. You know, blah blah blah. Before he gets fucking war stoked by Vader, mm-hmm. I just have like that's my comment about them then. Because it's, it, it, it isn't, it's not going to remain interesting. It's not going to, you can't keep talking about it. It's like, dude, give it up already. It's done. Well. Like, live in the now. And it'll get annoying for me if that, if that, if what you're saying is the case, that it, it continues I'm just on. saying, I'm just saying that I think the overall story 
of of this series when it's said and done is going to be this is the transitional series that showed us what happened from the the fall of the republic it showed us the details of the, the technical side of how it actually happened from the fall of the republic to the prime of the empire and the, the beginnings of the the actual organized rebellion okay i know there's already rebellion that started from like day 1 i like I know, but like the actual like organized actual, you know, fighting force of the rebellion, the anti-government, everything. I I think that is going to be the story of the series overall and it's going to have a beginning, a middle and an end. But like I thought this beginning season with that playing in the background as the theme of the series overall, like I thought this season would be okay. some kind of resolution to the whole crosshair storyline. And spoilers. no, I think Crossers is going to be an ongoing thing. Yeah, apparently it is. I thought I thought we would just be done with it, and I I still you could okay. say that we so are done with we're, it. And we're, that we're, we're talking about two completely different things as the arc of this season. Then I'm not talking about the arc of the of the Bad Batch series, just season one. Them having to let go of the fact that they're no longer a right part of a republic. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean that's fine if that's what you see the you know it as, but like I just didn't see it as that. I see that as all a storyline. I just don't see it as the main one. I mean I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just the or I'm right. I, it's just the way the, I see the season storyline. Well, the thing is, like, yeah, but the, like, but but what you're saying is is not an arc for a season. It's an arc for the entire series, and I don't think. I think that's a really poor way for, if that's the case, it's a really poor way for the show to go about it because it's, they're going to have to fucking throw in a shit ton of fucking bottle episodes, dude, and it's going to get annoying. Well, actually, I agree with both you guys because that's where I got all tripped up because, like, it's either, hey, what are we going to do now? Like, there doesn't seem to be a direct line of where they're going to go from here. It's just, like, it's the seat of our pants every episode, but then also, you know, with crosshairs. Like, what was the main story for these guys? And I kind of just don't feel like I got a like a real resolution for either of those. Yeah, I like I said, I liked it overall. It's just like I think because we're in a gray area of of like not well documented by any movies or anything like that portion. Like we're in between episode fucking three and Rogue One and mm-hmm. uh, fucking Solo Star Wars. We're in between that stuff, yeah. which is like there isn't much in there. Right. It's there's books. How much of that still canon is like okay, well, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's my problem is because like it's like okay, if we're leading to Rogue One, then it'll be interesting to see where the Bad Batch comes into that. Right. If we're leading into Rebels, um, which okay, fine, um, but then the Bad Batch hopefully they had their um, their age uh, enhancement right. somehow modified because they're gonna get old pretty fucking quick. Yeah. And Omega's unaltered, and you can tell because she's chronologically older than the rest of the Bad Batch. Yeah, which is actually which, a cool concept. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really not surprised about that, because the second that she said, I saw when you guys were made, yeah. I was like, oh damn, she's older. Yeah. But you know what, whatever we thought of it, you know what, I did like it. I just wanted, my only complaint that I'm getting to is I would have enjoyed the resolution of the season more if we had just gotten a little more resolution with 
uh, cross here. And, and I guess we did, right? But I just don't feel like it's over. I don't feel like that's the last we're going to hear of them trying to get him back or him trying to chase whatever. So like, it's, you know, if, if, if it was decided right now, look, he's just going to be on the side of the empire and that's just that. I don't feel like that's the case still. I feel like there's still wiggle room in there because I mean, like he saved AZ in this episode and like he was going wishy, you, you didn't know until the last second whether he was going to get on the fucking ship with them or not. You really didn't. And I like that about this, you know, but like, I also just don't like where they left it and just like, and, and totally left him there on Camino on like yeah, the like, only thing above water left on the entire fucking planet. Like, mm-hmm. how is he getting out of this pickle? Well, they already said how they're going to get out of We got to leave before the scouts show up. Mm-hmm. Cause they're going to come back to make sure that like, yeah, was it properly devastated? <laughs> you would hope, you would hope that, uh, it fucking, I don't know. <laughs> Whoever is in some admiral would send some fucking scouts or at least a fucking probe droid or something down there to fucking make sure that the job was done. You know, I don't know. With all the back and forth between Hunter and Crosshair, I'm I'm fairly satisfied that that Crosshair doesn't. He's not a bad guy. Yeah, he's he's a villain, but he's not a bad guy. I would like He's to see him. An antagonist. I would like to see him say "fuck the empire" and go bounty hunter, and and like just you know like kind of too easy though because because yeah. then he's just the Fed, but he's yeah. not. But he's not. He's just the different flavor of the Fed. He didn't have to, have to go actual Mandalorian, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'd prefer that he he kind of don't. I I I would you know he could work for Sol- the empire. Soldier like mercenary soldier of fortune, sure. Bounty hunter? Mm. I don't know. Something, I mean, something while, like while that. Well, he would be exceptional at it because he's already been basically trained to do it, right. and it's in his genetic code, basically, you know, because he's the Fet. Yeah. Just like all the rest of them are basically the Fet. They're all the Fet. Yeah, the Fet. <laughs> Here's the smart I'm Boba, fet. the Fet. <laughs> we are of the Fets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hi. Bounty Hunt for Jabba <laughs> Hut to finance my vet. <laughs> Hi, I'm Boba, and this is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. <laughs> Daryl Fett. <laughs> Daryl Fett? <laughs> he wears plaid. Anyway, a little uh, Bob Newhart joke there for you, people. Uh, <laughs> Just I'm always wanted. This is my brother Daryl. This is my other brother Daryl. Was it, That's the Newhart show, not the Bob Newhart show. That's the yeah, Newhart it's a Newhart show. show. Yes. Yeah. All right. And so if you have not seen that show, has probably one of the best epic endings of any TV show ever. Adam, uh, Newhart fan or Bob Newhart fan? Dude, I loved both. Yep. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? You know what? Like really, like sealed me on Newhart was the last absolute episode. Yeah, it was a cool. Episode. That's, yeah, it was just like how it ended. It was like, oh man, it was like full circle. Total full circle, war- man. Yeah, it's really it, cool. war- it, it, war- it warmed like the depths of my heart so much. It was, a, was like, it was kind of a stunt, but it was awesome. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, it was like it was kind of like how Happy Days should have like ended before they jumped the shark. Christine, I know you. I I have uh, subjected you to a bunch of the Bob Newhart show, but have you ever watched the Newhart show? No, I haven't. I I'm a more of a Barney Miller girl. So. I know. Well, I know. Okay, but... so Bob, so in the in Newhart, Bob Newhart's character 
and his wife they own a like a b&b or whatever yeah and yeah um out in like the woods of like maine yeah. or something i can't remember where it is or like yeah the connecticut or something anyway like that. yeah yeah the hamptons or something yeah so um and they moved there from the big city I yeah. think that's important. Kind of a Green Acres situation, right? Yeah, and uh, um, okay. So wasn't it? Isn't it? Isn't yeah. that part of it, Adam? That they came from like the city. I, I think. Yeah, I think so. Did they have a bougie song they sing together in the beginning? No, no, it's not bougie. Oh. No, no, nothing no. bougie about it. No, Zsa Zsa Gabor. They, no. no, they had their their oh. Percy friend, blonde lady. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, you know what little, I think it was? A bunch Adam? of little characters in it. I think Bob was from that town originally, and then he went to like the big city, and then he came back to open a bed and breakfast or something like that, or something, yeah, or take over the family business, and whatever then, the case may be. But um, so you remember, uh, I can't remember his last name, Sebastian. What's his fuck from Blade Runner? The guy who's, uh, you know, uh, when he got home, he had all those like animatronic like fucking robots and shit in his house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. That, that guy. He plays a character and it's like, hi, I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl. This is my other brother Daryl. He's Larry. <laughs> yeah. So okay. and then these two, Daryl and Daryl, don't talk, yeah. which is hilarious. His big oh. dumb mute. Because he'd always, That's he's amazing. like, because he'd always introduce himself. Hi, I'm Larry. This is Daryl. Yeah. This is my other brother Daryl. I like that actor. Yeah. So bad batch, Newhart though. Hey yeah. kids, if you haven't watched the Newhart or the Bob Newhart show. Give it a chance. Big fans of both of them. Would Bob Newhart be a really good uh, fat? Bob Newhart. Be a... <laughs> or a bounty hunter? <laughs> Dude, he'd be the best. Bob Newhart, Fucking... bounty hunter for Newhart. He, he just roll up on you. You'd never suspect him as being a bounty hunter. Yeah. He's so mild mannered and a nice guy. It's just yeah. there he is. Him and his wife have a team up at the bed and breakfast of like you know Slaughterama. Yeah. Yeah. Bread and bre- bed and be- Airbnb in in the you know the. Uh, <laughs> the great dune sea on tatooine oh i would totally watch that or not not far from like, bounties and breakfast or or, or not breakfast far, and bounties. not not far from the rancor nests on, on dathomir yeah so bob newhart check it out you'll thank me later also barney miller good point dune. christine Dude, yeah, here's your, best here's your theme song ever. Dude. Ever, like, dude, ever. it's like the the short piece that you're given at the start of the show is not enough. You actually have to go check it out on YouTube. Just Barty Miller theme song, and if you don't love it, you're a fucking terrible person. Yes. I, yeah. Yes. Or you're dead. You're already dead. So, yeah. um, do we want to get into any of the particulars of the episode? It's not really necessary. I mean, like. I thought it was well There done was danger, also. there was excitement, there was conflict, yeah. resolution, yeah. there was really, there was plot moving dialogue. It was great. Um, Omega, was said great. Our, Omega said our favorite thing. Inhibited, Inhibited chips. chips. Inhibited chips. Inhibited chips. Absolutely. She didn't say no funny business, but you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Well, no funny uh, business. There was no, there was, there was no, um, you know, uh, what the heck is that? Uh, the mix. What's that? The, the party mix that they're always eating. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. no, there was no time for lightheartedness nah, in this they, episode. They were getting blown up on the last <laughs> one. There was no time to go to the snack bar, the no, snack I, machine before the rest of it fell know, into the go, ocean. You know, go hit up the Camino snack bar. Yeah. But the visuals of, like, Camino blowing up and everything, oh, I mean, dude. it was it was great. And the underwater scenes. The underwater, the underwater scenes, underwater were scenes were really of all the debris good. field falling and everything. And, like, okay. the glass cracking. So, 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 yeah. so there is something I want to talk about. 
So um, when that clone comes up and talks to the fucking admiral. Yes. Yes. Yeah, hold, on, hold on. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. What do you? Uh, can I guess what you're gonna say? He's uh, not a good. He's not a good clone. Good clone. Why is that? Orders. Because you could hear the. Doubt. Oh yeah, you could hear the doubt in his voice. But also, fucking, he orders him to meet with the fleet. What the fuck? Does that fucking stormtrooper, I don't care if he's an officer or not, have to do with meeting with the fleet? Like, that stormtrooper isn't going to be giving the orders to fucking move the fucking, the the fleet of starships, dude. He's not a naval fucking, you know what I mean? He's a stormtrooper, okay? Yeah, he's he's not wearing a fleet uniform, because there are clones that wear fleet uniforms because they're part of the fleet. Oh, yeah, absolutely, but, like, dude, he needs to speak to the actual staff of the ship if he it's, wants... It's like, it's like he, was, he, was, he was literally put in the middle of that whole conversation pad yeah. just to inconvenience him after he was just like, hey, by the way, we're, we're done bombarding that planet, bro. Yeah, yeah, he was super. He was super bummed about it. You could, uh, yeah, you saw him sigh. You saw him like doubt. Yeah, you, yeah, you could you see know? the the his posture gave it away. No, absolutely, not, not just the tone of his voice. His posture totally gave it away, and I was like, ooh. I I yeah. absolutely like that because that foretells of the future. We're gonna have more like rogue clones like branching off and deserting and stuff like that and so which that'll... is weird because like you know there's a 501st clone trooper legion who follow anakin slash right. Darth vader right. and they're fucking fanatically loyal right like and there are no tks in that in that that particular legion they right. know it's all regs right <laughs> Anakin wouldn't have it any know. other way. And, yeah. and and they've been following him, you know, since the beginning of the war and he's proven himself no matter who the leads the government that he's always going to look out for his troopers. Yes. It's kind of I think I was I was reading somewhere or it was on some place like um Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan were the first Jedi to actually start giving clones nicknames instead of just their numbers. Right. Like, and then they started giving themselves nicknames, which is kind of weird, because I don't think clone culturally that would have, like, it's kind of like the, hey, like, I can't tell you, like, hey, call me fill in the blank, because that's what I think my nickname is. It's like, no, like, somebody else gave me a nickname. Like, nobody calls me Rusty, because I want to be called Rusty. Somebody, other people call me Rusty, because Mike Zweck started calling me Rusty, and it caught on. Like, in middle school... I didn't tell people to call me Ogre. You guys started calling me Ogre because I was bigger than the rest of you guys in Harry. So, I mean, like, you don't get to call yourself something because you want to. The only exception I could possibly make to that is fives because it makes sense. Hey, Adam, you can just call me Big Dick Steve from now on. (laughs) I'll I'll call you a bitch. (laughs) My name is now Big Dick Steve. (laughs) Is that all? No proof required. Listen here, listen here, medium-sized Dick Travis. <laughs> so yeah, you can't name yourself whatever the fuck you want to name yourself. All those people, your fives. Uh, yeah, unless you're fives, unless you're fives, and that's a pretty cool name. It's not really purporting to be anything. You can give yourself a name like that when you know you're not saying like I'm Big Dick Steve. You know, it's like, well, prove you're Big Dick Steve. You know, <laughs> it's like you can't call yourself Big Dick Steve without walking around with a sausage in your pocket or having to take down your fucking pants all the time, right? Don't wear yeah. pants. Because everyone's going to be like, okay, Big Dick Steve, I need to see it. Just don't wear yeah. pants. And, and you know what? In the, case, in the case of the fact 
fact, if the case is, is that Big Dick Steve has a big dick, I might not call him Big Dick Steve. I might just call him Tripod. Yeah, or something else. Yeah, I'm going to come up something with Something more a little name. quirky. Yeah. Yeah, you know, King Salami, maybe. You know, I'm like, that is a big dick, Steve, but I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I appreciate how large I mean, your penis yeah. is, but I'm not like, going to call you Big Dick Steve. Right? The it's girth like, is nice, but I don't know, that name needs a little more flair. It's like a worm from the planet Arrakis. I mean, we're... Yeah. Do we have worm sign? Ride the sandworm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you going to give us the waters of life? Don't piss on me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> the grill. Yeah. So, bad Batch. Bad Batch. Big Dicks. And Bob Newhart. That's Radio Free Galaxy. Don't forget your Barty Miller theme. No, no, no copyright strikes. Oh. Hey, we, we got we get three seconds I hear. No, you which do is not. like two seconds longer than I need. Not true. Total ah, ah. total falsity, actually. I, oh. I I saw some YouTubers uh, that I follow. Um, oh shit! Not late to the party. Um, but the oh, fuck the two dudes with the one's got the beard. They're in the schmodown. The real rejects. Yes. Yes. I got there. I got there. You the did. Real rejects. Good job. They, they like hummed. They hummed a song. Uh, theme song. I think it was. I think it was the X Men theme. I believe it was. They hummed oh, it during the beginning of one of their videos, and it got a copyright strike oh, from YouTube baloney. and taken down because they oh, they man. hummed the theme song. Bogus, bogus, man. So if you don't think that some bitch ass fucking algorithm will get you, it will every fucking time. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was our bad batch review. We will be back. We loved it overall. I know I complained a lot, but I loved it. It was, it was great. Awesome, and I can't yeah. wait for season two. Uh, but we'll be back with episode one of What If? What did we think of it? So fucking cool. You're listening to Radio Free Galaxy, brought to you by Faker Lager. Faker Lager is the only alcoholic beer with a non-alcoholic label. Because your husband may be a quitter, but you sure the fuck ain't. Back on the show, Radio Free Galaxy, episode 62. We got one last segment left. We're going to be talking about the new Marvel series streaming on Disney Plus starting this week with episode one. Uh, what was the name of it? It's the name of the episode is what? Captain Carter, right? I think so. Yes. Captain Carter. So, um, yeah, we me, definitely me, know. Let me clickety-clack that up for you real quick. Clickety-clack it up. Click it up. I believe it was called. Actually, the title is What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger. What If Captain Carter Were the First Avenger. So, uh, experience with What If in our lives. I'll start first. I loved the What If series. of. Mar I was a Marvel kid growing up and, like, way into the Marvel Universe. Had all, like, the... Marvel Universe, uh, you know, uh, encyclopedia, like, you know, uh, comics and all that stuff, and just would, like, constantly spend time either reading back issues from the 70s and 60s and earlier in the 80s when I was growing up, and always finding out about more about these, you know, heroes and the last time they fought this guy and the last time they teamed up, you know, with this and that. 
And uh, it's one of the strengths of the Marvel Universe, especially the comic book universe, is that it is so interconnected. You know, like, it's not outside of the realm of possibilities for the Guardians of the Galaxy to interact with Daredevil one day. Or the X-Men to tangle up with the Defenders or the Avengers or the Fantastic Four or whatever it is. Or get some weird team up between uh you know doctor strange and spider-man or something like that right but it also hinders it once in a while because it's hard to get into sometimes in the middle of a storyline and being like okay there's just too much shit going on here i have to know too many years of marvel universe history for any of this to really make any sense or be as impactful as it could be but then there was also um, there was this series that Marvel put out called What If. So as long as you knew like the basic origin story of the certain characters uh, of that uh, of, that were going to be in the that week's or that month's um, issue of What If, you knew that okay, this is going to be an alternate telling of that. Let's just have fun with that. Let's just have fun like talking about that, thinking about that, and. When we were uh, going into watching this, Christine, yesterday, I said, I really only need, you know, I want a lot of things out of the series, but I only need one thing I was talking about while we were watching the opening. I was like, dude, I need Yuatu, the Watcher, to be narrating this series. And what do we get as soon as it opens? You got just that. <laughs> we got you and out to the I heard uh, Travis's uh, inner fanboy squeal going on. Squeal! Yeah, he was like so happy and giddy about it. I'm like, okay, we got you know christening, and we got the pass from Travis. So let's go forward with this episode, and it was good. It was a really good episode. I love um, Captain America: The First Avenger. I love. Uh, Marvel stories that are out of time. So, like, normally you would think of, like, the main age of superheroes in the comic books to be, like, late 90s, early 2000s, and then anything that's, like, outside of that timeline that they explore is always fun. You know, like, I, I love when they do, like, the 1600 shit, you know, and um, they do the future shit and, like, 2099 type shit. And, uh, like, Age of Apocalypse shit. And then, like, World War II stuff. And, like, Wolverine in, like, Vietnam or something. Or, like, uh, Nick Fury. or you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love all that shit. Like, what Marvel heroes were doing out of, like, the main time that you normally find them in. And uh, usually outside of costumes. But, um, yeah, I love the Captain America the First Avenger movie. And I love revisiting it because this totally has the feel of it. And yeah, I love that they got most of the same actors to do voice acting in the series. The fucking animation looks fucking amazing. And overall, to start, I, I was like, hmm, this, this is an interesting story to me, Adam. But I was like, I don't know, this is what I would have started off with for my first one, is to go back to, like, World War Two. But if, after watching it, I'm like, dude, this fucking rock, dude. Yes, I think they needed to kind of start off with like Adam. a safe. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am Adam. not Adam. I oh, am sorry. Hi, Adam. <laughs> no, go ahead. go ahead, Christine, but go ahead. Yeah. Um. Well, what I was going to say is like, I think they wanted to start with something more on like a safer base because what ifs can go all over the place and you don't want to overwhelm maybe a new viewer mm. into it. Good point. 
So, Good and point. I think this so was a well... let's do a real simple what if. Yeah. What if this guy, what if this guy, you know, didn't get the powers, but this person did? It's that simple. Yeah, I agree with you. Yes. Totally. Because some of these what ifs are going to get a little weird. They're going to get really weird, you know? All right, now to real Adam. <laughs> what were you thinking? Um, I, I like that it was the first one because it's, it started off with a good story and it, it kind of touched on two different characters at the same time. Like actually three in a way, but mm. <coughs> one not being born yet because of the time which it took place. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't think uh, Agent Carter like lasted long enough as a show. I think it's kind of disappointing because yeah, it, it had a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Versus Shield, Agents of Shield, which went on for fucking ever. And was fine. It was fine. But if you're gonna pick between the two shows that mm-hmm. really should have got some airtime, Agent Carter was more compelling and probably would have had less bullshit, complete bullshit seasons than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, and some of the shit that happened in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was like, <clears throat> how did that happen without a stronger hero presence being involved? I know, I know. Yeah. It, it was definitely a problem on that show, dude. When when a lot of things could be solved by just Thor showing up for like just like 20 minutes, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they were at the level where sh- Thor should have been dealing with something like that. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it wasn't left to shield. They 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 very easily could have called upon an Avenger. To saw you know, like just an Avenger. Fucking Iron yeah. Man, get your ass over here for yeah, a like, second. Yeah, like he's everywhere. Yeah. Like and then like okay, great. They had like a cameo from Samuel L in like one of the episodes, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Lady Sif showed up in one, uh, yeah. and yeah, they they had some cameos yeah. and shit. But uh, yeah, exactly. I I like Agent Carter because you could explore more of what happened uh, without it having such an impact on the world overall. You can do smaller stories that are are important and big to the world, you know, but they're more like key to like espionage and like. Things like that. More and like, the, yeah. Not cosmic problems. You know what I yeah. mean? Like war problems, country to country problems, but not like Thanos level fucking problems. No big hole in the sky problems. Not yeah. like over New York all the time. Where you're like, where the fuck are the Avengers? Come yeah. on now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what the, what could they possibly be doing that's more important than this? Mm-hmm. You know? So, anyway, yeah, anyway, I did like that series a lot. And I love this episode a lot. Uh, one point, really fucking violent. Like, oh yeah, she super violent, dude. Yeah, w- she she was killing people in there, man. She was killing Nazis like a motherfucker, and like in very brutal fashion. Like the action was really really good. Yeah, once you got a hang of that, uh, she'll just like, oh, I like this, and then it was just slice and dice time. Yeah, uh, the the addition of the sword really fucking cool. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, a lot of that the scenes cool. that they had her doing for action sequences were on point with if there was the male Captain America. So I definitely respected that. Dude, I want to see the rest of the series. Yeah. I want to see the rest of the show, Adam. You know, like, I mean, not like what if, but like, I want to see the rest of the fucking Captain, Captain Carter. Carter series, man. 
Hell yeah. yeah. It's fucking, I'm, I'm like hooked. I'm like, shit, you got me, dude. And I kind of like that I'm not going to get any more. Maybe we'll get another episode in like later seasons or something. That would be kind of cool, like a continuation or what if, like a what if of a what if. So like, what if Captain Carter, like, what if, what if. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, what a twist. What a twist. <laughs> yeah, but I liked it. And I liked that they didn't just totally, like, diminish Steve so that he wasn't involved at all. Yeah. I love the fact that he they brought him in as, like, the proto-Iron Man, like, Hydra Smasher. Yeah, Hydra Stomper. <laughs> Hydra Stomper, yeah, exactly. I was like, first of all, it's a cute-ass name to be calling him. Yeah. And it's super creative storytelling to actually, like, give him a part in it, too. Even though, spoilers... It all ends up, you know, the same kind of as it would have before in the end of the episode with Steve, you know. But, like, man, like, oh, what a well-told story. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I can't wait for the next episode. I want to see where this leads to. I hope they do some super cosmic weird stuff. Yeah, of course they are. What, What If is always getting into the cosmic shit. That's why I was, like, surprised that they started with, like, such a small storyline for a What <clears throat> If. Because What Ifs are usually super cosmic. You know, they're like, what if Galactus had eaten Earth? Or, like, what if Galactus took a poop on the Earth? Well, but the or... thing is, like, I, we all thoroughly enjoyed it, so I think they hit the base with that. But I think they just kind of wanted to play, just, just give us a little taste, keep it a little safe, and then save, you know, the big baddies for the next few episodes. Yeah. I liked how much they incorporated uh, Howard Stark in the episode, too. He was kind of unhinged and, like, weird and... Eccentric. Yeah, kind of fun. I like that. They managed to bring uh, Dum Dum Dugan and the Howling Commandos in. I appreciate that. We got some good Bucky in there. In his uh, one-liners. Yeah, absolutely. So, man, overall, really excellent fucking episode. And, like, I'm hooked on wanting to see the Captain Carter series. And I really want to see some more What Ifs. So, yeah, that's about it. Anyone got anything else to add? No, I think we summed it up nicely. Alright. Yeah, well, it's pretty much it. like yeah. It's, yeah, it's super it's good. Much it. yeah, it's just a it's just a good that. little like one off story, a one shot, right? Yeah, it wasn't too much. You don't feel overburdened with too much Marvel, you know, yeah. being shoved in your face. Like it's a well tight knit story and I'm completely happy with just one and done. And like I said earlier, you don't need to know the entire history of Captain America mm-hmm. and Agent Carter to enjoy this just show you could you could just know that captain america just kind of how that story went being like okay he didn't get the serum this lady did instead let's find out how that turns out you know hey cat settle down hey stop all the yelling (laughs) stop spoiling stuff (laughs) so yeah that's been episode 62 of radio free galaxy and we will get to that movie tomorrow and you've already heard what we thought of it so Good for you. I hope we liked it. Me too. <laughs> I hope it wasn't a waste of money, Christine. <laughs> ah. But at least we're going on a matinee, so it won't be that bad. So, yeah. Episode 62. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to our new listeners in Australia and Norway. Uh, put a shrimp on the barbie for me. Yeah, yeah. Just open up. yeah, next hour we'll open up a tinny and have, have a shrimp on a Barbie, I guess. <laughs> and whatever, something about 
Ludafisk or something for Norwegians? Do Norwegians eat Ludafisk? I don't know, I but if you do, we love you for it. Oh, we love you. Uh, yeah, so that's been episode 62. Thank you for listening. Check out the YouTube channel. Check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Check us out, and we'll see you next week.